So this is a story all about how my life got twisted, turned upside down. And if you have a minute, just sit right there and I will tell you how I became red-pilled. This is a story that I haven't shared with a lot of people. Only a handful of people know about it. But this event in my life changed the trajectory of my life. It created a huge mental paradigm shift in my in my mind. And it's the reason I created this channel. It's the reason I call it The God-Made Man. Now, before I get into the story, you're probably reading the title wondering, what the heck is he talking about? Blue pill, red pill, purple pill, God's will? Jeremy, are these just pharmacy terms you're throwing around? Actually, if you don't know, in the pharmacy world, there is a blue pill that is known for its magical powers. It can strengthen a man's bones, if you know what I'm talking about. Anyway, in the movie The Matrix, Morpheus sits down with Neo and tells Neo about the Matrix, this world that you're living in that blinds you from the truth. And Neo asks him, what truth? To which Morpheus says, the fact that we are all slaves, born into a prison that we cannot feel, taste, or touch. And this prison is very real, but I can't just tell you about it. I got to show you. So he gives him the option. Option A, you take the blue pill and you're going to wake up in your bed tomorrow morning and think, believe, whatever you want to believe. Or you can take the red pill and I will show you exactly how deep the rabbit hole goes. Now, the blue pill and red pill has now become synonymous in today's world with, on one hand, the blue pill meaning you're living in a state of naivety where you just believe whatever your mommy and daddy have been teaching you, you believe whatever you've been believing, and you kind of just live this laissez-faire life. The red pill, on the other hand, is where your blinders to your eyes have been removed and you can see what's really going on. You can see behind the scenes. And this is this, this analogy is used a lot in relationships, especially with the dynamic between a man and a woman. A blue-pilled man is one who believes, you know, you just chase a woman, tell her how much you love her and just do everything for her and she's going to reciprocate and love you back and, you know, they're going to live happily ever after and all that bull crap. You know, I was trying to describe a true blue-pill male and, you know, the the person that came to my mind was my friend Chuck. And don't worry, I gave, I got his permission before I'm sharing this story. But Chuck it was a true blue-pill male, a true beta simp, if you will. <laughs> From a young age... He put women on a pedestal. He wanted the attention from women. He was a nice guy, so he would do anything he could to get attention from women. He would text them all the time. He would set aside what he wanted to do in order to, you know, help a girl out. Uh, nothing wrong with this thing, but he, he did it to a point where he was setting aside his goals, setting aside his purpose to cater to a woman. There was a time where he was talking to this girl, and this girl was just talking to another guy, and they were just friends, but... He didn't say anything, but you can see that he was physically getting upset. He was jealous. He was very insecure in himself and how women perceived him. There was even a time where this girl that he was talking to, really interested in this girl, and she told him, hey, you know, I'm going to have a gir- gir- girl's night. Um, and, she, and he said, okay, that's fine. And that night, she ended up spending the night with another man, woke up the next morning at his place and lied to him about it. And what did he do? He said, oh, that's okay. And he continued to pursue her. It came to a point where he was compromising his values in order to please women. And it came to a point where he was willing to give up his purpose in life in order to keep a relationship with a woman that he knew he needed to let go. Truth is, I don't have a friend named Chuck. All that was true about me. All that happened to me, and those are all things that I did. But there comes a point in a a man's life where he's hit with a red pill moment. And that moment for me was two years ago when I met this girl. Now, before I even met this girl on social media, I could see that this is not the girl, Jeremy, that you should be tracing right off the bat. It wasn't like you need to date this girl and find out. No, 
I knew from the start before even meeting this girl, don't go further with this girl because this is not a godly woman. She's not going to take you closer to your purpose. In fact, it's going to be the opposite. She's more likely going to take you away from it. But this girl was what some guys would call a baddie, you know, a dime piece, whatever the heck. And your boy was thinking with the wrong head. And I pursued. I went right after her. And the physical attraction was mutual at first. It was mutual, you know, it was a good time and we got to know each as we got to know each other we had common interests we had common goals and perspectives and i found myself reverting back to my blue pill ways i would be texting her all the time while i was driving i would be texting her like long messages while i was driving i gave up my own time to hang out with her i would go out of my way to hang out with her i even canceled plans with my family to hang out with her i would stay up late when i knew i needed to go to bed and get to work in the morning i would stay up late to get messages from her to message her anything that I could do for her attention I did I neglected my work I neglected my schooling I neglected what I needed to be doing in my own personal life to please her to get to know her and I spent close to two grand in such a short amount of time on events and this and that and two months after meeting her after I had done all of this in the middle of me making plans to hang out with her and on the week of my birthday she pulled a Harry Houdini she ghosted me and I'm not talking about the message said delivered. I wonder if she saw my message. No, it was left on red, not 10 hours after I sent it, but 10 minutes after I sent it. And I was excited about my text. I had sent a message, you know, asking to hang out with a little gif. And I thought it was a great message. And I was looking forward to a response, a response that never came. I never heard from or saw this girl again. A few weeks after this event, I was at a Bible study with a bunch of guys and it was my first time there. So we were going around the room talking about, you know, introducing ourselves, talking about our week. And I gave my usual response. Oh, guys, life is better than I deserve. It's just peachy. It's going great. And then it came back to me and I said, guys, actually, you know what? Life's not going great. I was talking to this girl. I was really getting into her. And then she ghosted me. And that changed the mood of the whole night because five, four or five other guys raised their hands and said, dude, you know what? I'm going through the same thing, man. This girl I was talking to, I was really into her. She ghosted me. And what started off as like, you know, praise Jesus. We're having a great old Bible study, you know, praise God. Quickly turned into, I freaking hate that girl. You know, like, oh my God. And everybody's like, oh, I feel you, bro. I hate her too. And one guy in the group who was older, he was like, guys, what does ghosted mean? And we had to explain to him, oh, you know, in today's texting world, you're texting a girl. And if she just randomly just disappears, that's what ghosting means. And he was like, oh, okay, I freaking hate that girl too. And so, you know, guys and girls, men and women, and especially women, and I know both men and women, both men and women do this, but women especially, I feel like do it more. When you're talking to somebody and you're not interested in them, just tell them, just tell them, I don't see this going forward in the future deuces that's all you gotta say i i there's been so many girls who have talked to me and said this girl this guy is messaging me all the time he's so interested in me but i just don't like him i just don't care to hang out with him and i, I you know he just keeps texting me over and over and over you know I, I girls have shown me messages where guys will say hey a few months later hey a few months later hey and i'm not kidding you for years and she won't respond at all and he's like hey 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 like, dude, that's that's another extreme. But I also have talked to girls where the guy is messaging them over and over. And she was like, oh, I don't want to hurt his feelings. I don't want blah, blah, blah. Bull crap. Either you are 
you know, either you like the attention or you're not emotionally intelligent to know what you want and to state it. And it might sound like I'm saying this out of bitterness, but I used to be that guy who had relationships. I can't even call them relationships, situationships where I would show what my attention and love for a girl. And I would never physically state, this is what I want. This is where I see this going. What do you think? Now, I realize when you're first getting to know somebody, this is, this is too strong and you don't want to set boundaries on something very early on. But how about two months in? five months in, two years in, how about five years in? That's what your boy did. I didn't set boundaries and it hurt the other person. It left so much ambiguity and and it hurts the other person. I've been that guy. And as I've grown and I've become more intentional with, with my relationships, I first know what I want and then I'm able to state it. I don't see this going anywhere. So bye, like good luck with your search. I've told this to girls that I've gone on a date with that very day. A girl that I've met on the same day, if I didn't feel it that night, I've told, look, this ain't going anywhere. I've told it to girls that I've talked to for about a month, really getting to know them. I've stated, look, this is not going anywhere. I've been told that by girls and I was thankful because I knew where they stood. Every time I stated what I wanted, this is not going anywhere. I was thanked. Thank you for your honesty. Thank you for being open about how you're feeling. Bye. And we left the thing on good terms. Girls, if a guy is texting you over and over and over, tell him, I'm not interested in you. I don't see this going anywhere. Bye. Have a good life. If he keeps messaging you after that, block him. You've stated what you want. Block the guy. Guys, if a girl is being distant with her text and, you know, giving you one word responses, she ain't the one move, you know, move on because a girl who's really interested in you will make time for you, will make time to text you, to FaceTime you, not in an obsessive kind of way. If that's also the case, move on as well. But a girl who is interested in you really cares about you. will make time for you. We'll make time for you. But if she's just ghosting you or whatever, move on. And if a girl tells you, I'm not interested, take a hint move on. If a girl is not responding to you, more often than not, girls will just leave you on red. will just ghost you and hope you get the picture. Get the picture. Move on. There are more women. There are more fish in the sea. Every time I've been told by a girl, I don't see this moving forward. I was thankful because it shows that that person knows what they want in life and they're not afraid to say it. Spiel over. That is the end of my spiel. When you ghost to somebody, it hurts them. It causes so much confusion. And this is where I was at when this girl ghosted me. I didn't know what happened. Like I said, I was in the middle of making plans with this girl. It's not like the conversation had fizzled out into nothing. No, we were talking daily, daily, daily here and there. All of a sudden, Harry Houdini didn't even know she was that good. Just like a ghost, gone. And I knew I was not going to get any type of answer or closure from her. I was so hurt, so confused. I was bitter. I was angry toward her. Why would you do this to me? Why would you gas me up for two months? Why would you have me do all these things for you and then just leave me, you know, just ghost me? And I knew, like I said, this was not the girl I should have gone after, but even still it hurt so bad. What did I do wrong? Did I say something wrong? Did I do something wrong? Is there something wrong with me? I, my insecurity hit an all-time high. I was so insecure with myself. And in order to find answers, I turned to the Red Pill community on YouTube. And this is what I learned. Hear me out here, but this is what I learned. Women are hypergamous, meaning they want a man who is better than them. And they will stick with that man until they find a man who is better than him and then monkey branch to that better man especially gold diggers. They will monkey branch from man to man based on his wealth, based on his status, based on his respect, based on his following, based on this or that. They want to be a part of something bigger and better than themselves. 
Women are like roller coasters. The line is long, the ride is short, and there are plenty of people in line. You can do so much for a woman. You can do everything she tells you to do. And in the end, it still does not prevent her from leaving you. Especially if you've married this girl, she's going to leave with half your crap. So in order to prevent this hurt, in order to not keep going down this same road, men, you need to focus on your purpose, your passions, your drives. Your goal in life is not to get a woman. Your goal in life is to be fulfilled. Your goal in life is for your purpose. So physically get stronger, start to work out on your body and get a better body, you know, strengthen yourself because that strengthens you physically. That strengthens you mentally. Get out of your mom's house, get a job, be financially independent, start to get out on your own feet, be a high value man. And as a byproduct of that, women will naturally gravitate towards you. But keep in mind, women are not an asset. They are a liability to what you are doing. And in order to prevent yourself from being hurt, you need an abundance mentality. You need to have several girls on rotation because if one girl leaves, it's all right. You got four or five other ones. It, it helps you be relaxed because if you have one girl that you're talking to, you're going to put all your eggs in one basket, right? You're going to put you're going to put all your hope in her. And when it doesn't work out, you're going to be crushed. But if you have five girls, eh, talk to one girl, talk to five girls. If this first girl leaves, you don't, you might not even know it. You're just gonna be like, okay, whatever. This is what I was learning. And this is what I implemented. And any guy who knows all of this knows the risks that is involved and still wants to be in relationship with a woman is a purple pilled man. But I, at the moment was a red pilled man. I was bitter. I was angry. And I was like, all right, this is what I got to do. I got to work on myself. And I did. I began to work on myself. I began to work on my passions, my drives, and I took my focus off of women. And I started to build this abundance mentality by talking to a bunch of girls on dating apps. And let me tell you guys, this mentality, this kind of approach to life works. It's as simple as that. It does work. Women can sense when you're too needy on them. But if a guy is focused on something bigger and greater than themselves, they want to be a part of that. So the way women reacted to me started to change. It wasn't me chasing after women. Women were hitting me up, trying to start up conversations with me, setting up times to meet with me. And this was a completely different shift. And as I was moving in this red pill kind of lifestyle and walking with God, this is where I was convicted. In two areas of my life, the Holy Spirit began to convict me. First is... Jeremy, you can build yourself up physically. You can have a great body, but if you lose your soul in the end, what does it matter? Jeremy, you can get a job and you can have great value and worth and begin to work on your, your, your financial status to become financially independent. But if you lose your soul in the end, what does it matter? You can have your purpose and drive in this life and you can have the abundance mentality, have a bunch of girls on the side, be talking to 10, 15, however many girls have this great mentality. But if you lose your soul, what does it matter? You can be a high value man in the eyes of the world, but if you lose your soul in the end, what does it matter? And the conviction that I had was God telling me, Jeremy, Forget about all of that. If you let me mold you into the man that I have created you to be, you can be a self-developed guy, self-made man. Sure, you will build your own kingdom, but that kingdom will last only as long as you live on this earth because as soon as you're gone, that's going with you. But if you seek to build the kingdom, my kingdom, God's kingdom first, if you seek to be conformed, pick up your cross on the daily and be conformed and be transformed by the renewing of your mind with my relationship between me and God, this will truly make me a God-made man and this will affect every area of your life. And it has. As God has become my, you know, my purpose and my focus, it's changed 
what my purpose is. It's changed how I see money. It's changed how I see my workouts. It's changed how I see my relationships with women, which is the second thing that God was convicting me about. And it was this. As you become a high-value, God-centered man, a God-made man who is conformed to the image of God, you will realize that a godly woman is not a liability to that. It, she's an asset to your purpose in life. Because men and women, we need to realize that if you're, if you're a self-made man, you know, in this red pill mentality, you're going to see women as a liability because the women of the world are a liability. They are hypergamous. I believe that women are naturally hypergamous. They're looking for a man better than themselves. And this is a natural thing, I believe. And in a worldly aspect, yes, they will go from one man to another. And once they find a better guy, they will ditch you because they, they're taught that they have no other purpose in life but to be attached to a man. But in a godly setting, a godly man will realize that a godly woman also has her purpose and her eyes set on Christ. And if two join together, they will further be able to promote the kingdom of God in both of their lives as one. She is not going to be a liability to his goals and purpose, but she and he to hers will be an asset, will be a blessing to each other's life, and they will be able to do so much more together than what they could do on their own. And I'm not talking about worldly women here. I'm not talking about even Christian women here. I'm talking about men and women who are daily conform, being conformed to the image of Christ on a daily basis, picking up their cross. This was just an introductory to this event that happened in my life that really changed how I view my life. It changed how I see relationships. It changed how I see singleness, being married. It changed this mental paradigm that I've had about how, what my purpose on this earth is to do. And in future videos, I'm going to get more in depth into what this aspect of relationship between a godly man and a godly woman looks like. But thank you for listening to this introductory piece. I want to hear the stories from you. If this is something that you've gone through and you have questions about, hit me up on, DM, on, on Instagram, DM me on Instagram, and let's talk about it. But until then, until the next video, peace and blessings.